you know, take action steps and move towards your vision. But it really helps to first have some kind of a picture of yourself and where you want to be and where you want to go. This was my experience in Germany. And I really asked myself again, also through that coach training program. Okay, so how how do you see yourself? And um, it was a coach training program combined with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I talked about the level of identity, who you want to become and how you see yourself in the future and future self. Hey folks, welcome to our show, African Nomad Podcast. This is a monthly show committed in helping you rethink and redefine your idea of traveling and having adventure in your life, expanding your view, desire, interest, and pushing yourself to go out of your comfort zone. It's your boy Abdul, your host for the show. Welcome on board and let's get ready to take off. Tibor is a former architectural engineer turned lifestyle entrepreneur and podcaster, is the founder of Mindset Horizon and the host of top-ranking Mindset Horizon podcast. He launched this podcast in 2019. In less than one year, it became a top-ranked podcast on iTunes in several countries. It even reached top one ranking in one country. I guess, which, which one is that? As a podcast mentor and strategist who feels in love with the medium, he decided to launch his new show called the Podcast Interview Mastery, show in September 2020, with the mission to help podcasters become world-class interviewers and more confident at what they do so that they can make a bigger impact and inspire the masses. He had the privilege to interview world-class experts on his show, such as Jordan Arbinger, John Lee Dumas, Chris Durker, Rock Thomas, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, Ariel Garten, Ait Nawalka, just to name a few. So please, my dear Nomad, welcome on our show, African Nomad Podcast, Mr. Tibor Nudge. Hey, Tibor. <laughs> Thank you so much for this beautiful introduction. I'm super excited to be here and to serve your audience today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much for joining us today. As to say to our beautiful audience, Tibor is a very experienced person in various, uh, I would say, areas, but most importantly, a podcast lifestyle so far, which is just blooming right now in the world. And we have so many people, so many faces, so many names, and I think Tibor is part of them. So it's a honor to have you on our show today, and I hope we can just have this beautiful couch session where we can just have beautiful conversation. So to start all days, I would like to start connecting the dots because before this experience on a podcast life, there is something, there are trips that you made, there are travel or adventures that you made in your life so far from the beginning till now. So I would like you to help us connecting the dots from the beginning till now. Yeah, absolutely. So before I started the podcast, I used to work as an architectural engineer. So I, I finished my university studies uh, here in Budapest, where I live now. It's the capital city of Hungary. Hungary is located mm -hmm. in, in, in Europe for all those who have never been to the country. Yeah. <laughs> It's very close to Austria and then Germany here in Europe. I usually, when I talk to, you know, people from all around the world, maybe Australia or from, uh, from the U.S. or other continents, they might not necessarily know where Hungary is. But yeah, so true, I live true. here now. <laughs> and I was born in Hungary in another city. I basically moved to Budapest when I started my university studies. I finished my university studies here as an architectural engineer, and then I moved out to Germany first and foremost. Uh, well, after the university, you know, I was 
working here for a couple of years, but I was always chasing uh, international job opportunities. I wanted to uh, use the English language, interestingly enough. Mm -hmm. So since, since I was a teenager, the first time that I've been to the U.S. was when I was 15 years old. And since then, I always wanted to master this language. I was like, I just want to work internationally, you know, using the English language and such. And after the university, I was chasing international job opportunities. And uh, since I couldn't really find the right one here in Hungary, I thought, what if I just, you know, move out to some other country? And uh, since I could speak German to some extent, I started refreshing my German uh, skills before I moved out. And in 2016, I eventually decided to move out to Germany and I started living in Wiesbaden. So I can dive deeper into this, but I, I don't want to, you know. Okay. But you I can, can go I, for it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So thank you so much. So I, I started I started working in Germany. It was in Wiesbaden. Basically, I was working for a international company in the construction industry. That company was producing different products for the construction industry for reinforced concrete structures. These these were formwork system. Anyway, it's maybe it's a little bit too technical, but I was uh, working as a sales support engineer, and um, I think an important part of this journey was when I, I, I moved out to Germany and I started working there. I reached a point in my life where I kind of like had everything that I wanted, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. the, the, one of the biggest things that I was missing or I was unsatisfied with in Hungary was that I had a really low salary. At least mm -hmm. this is what I thought. You know, I went through a master program in architectural engineering and I always felt that I, you know, I was very underpaid here in Hungary. And I just couldn't accept this fact. So, mm -hmm. you know, learning languages, for example, learning English and learning the German and moving out to Germany. So first and foremost, learning languages always meant some kind of freedom to me. So okay. I knew that, you know, I knew that if I could speak English, you know, I could have either better job opportunities here in Hungary or I could move somewhere else where I can speak or use the English language or some other languages. Maybe for me, it was German. But learning languages always meant really freedom to me in the sense that, you know, I could I could live somewhere else, maybe in a well-developed country. I mean, Hungary is a, is a great country, but I was dreaming about, you know, other opportunities as well. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. So back to the story of moving out, I was really unsatisfied with my salary here in Hungary and uh, I moved out to Germany. I started earning the money that I kind of like always wanted, quote unquote, because this is what I thought I, I wanted, right? And I reached a point in Germany, I was living there for for one year. It was a big challenge because of the language at the beginning. But, you know, after, after a year, one and a half years, I learned the language. I put a lot of effort and energy into learning the German language. I became really good at German. I could uh, work uh, very well, you know, using the German language and such. And uh, basically, I was thinking, you know, when I reached this point, you know, I had a good salary, I had a good job, I was really good at uh, speaking the German language, I was looking for the next step, the next challenge, basically. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was like, you know, what's next for me? And how do I see myself in the future? And I was like, how do I see myself in the long run? Because interestingly enough, I couldn't see myself in the long run in that 
corporate environment. Mm -hmm. And I've reflected on this a lot. And I think the reason for that is in the corporate world, I always felt that somehow I couldn't reach my full potential. So someone will always tell you that you are not capable of this or that. And I think your opportunities might be limited by other people's perceptions. So you are not always getting the opportunities that you want or... Basically, you are not always 100% in charge of what you can bring out of yourself uh, or out of your life, right? So I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe I should create something on my own. And this is when it was in 2016, 2017. I was living in Germany for a year at that time. And I started thinking about entrepreneurship and I started learning more about entrepreneurship. I started reading books, you know, marketing and business books. And this was the time when I started really consuming content on business and marketing. And this is when I started listening to a lot of English podcasts. Because first and foremost, I when I asked myself this question, you know, how do I see myself in the long run? Again, mm-hmm. English was always important to me. And I saw myself as an English speaking professional who works internationally and so on and so forth. So I started consuming first English content. And when it came to the content, I was consuming content on marketing and uh, business. So basically podcasts, books, also videos, but I was always a, a, a huge audio consumer because mm-hmm. when I when I went out for running or for a walk or I did something in the gym or you know some of these activities, I always listened to a podcast or I always listened to music. So I was basically either listening to a podcast or conversation or or, or some kind of a music. But I always I was always inspired by this conversation on on a podcast, and it just mm-hmm. captivated me. Right, captivated me. Uh, one of the podcasts was uh, Impact Theory with the host Tom Bilyeu from California and then the School of Greatness podcast, uh, Jay Shetty On Purpose podcast. So these are some of those personal development slash inspirational podcasts, or we can call them entrepreneurial, but they don't really focus on like strategies and tips and mm-hmm. marketing and business tools. But these are mainly inspirational stories yeah. from other people. Boosting you, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I was I was really inspired by the by those stories and they talked about mindset, you know, how your thinking shapes everything basically. And uh, I definitely felt a mindset shift in, in Germany. Mm -hmm. I was exposed to different things, different opportunities uh, compared to Hungary, I mean. And I think the world opened up for me in Germany. And since then, I was was building what I'm building today. So, yeah. Do you have any questions before we move on there? Because it's a long um, story. I mean, it's No, no, it's it's a beautiful story. So that's what I say. We connect in the dots. And yeah, you know, I like to say the blue dots, just like on Google Map, you know, because you're going from one point to another one. Uh, I just want to quickly open up for me, for example, it's almost kind of the same thing because I come from a Francophone country, um, which is Ivory Coast, Hungarian, we say elephant chonpat. Yeah. Basically, in my country, we do speak French. And in my country, there were less kind of opportunities to see the world because around of us we had two countries that speak English and three or something like that that has French so for me I really wanted my dream when I was 
young, like pretty young, 15, 16 years old. I was like, okay, I want to go to the US. I want to li- live the, the US lifestyle, et cetera, because, you know, you're dreaming, you're still young. And yeah. one thing was just there missing, which was the English language. So mm-hmm. I started learning through songs, through whatever I could find because I, I didn't have the means to buy. Um, and at this time, we didn't have all this digital thing that we have so free today. It was pretty hard at this time. You you just have to, you know, this Sony player when you put the cassette in, the Arkley cassette. I remember it, it yeah. really helped me a lot. And then it started kind of opening up my vision or my way of thinking, seeing the world. And I had the chance to meet this beautiful organization, Isaac, that really helped me understanding few stuff that I wasn't able to understand before. And amazingly, I had this huge, huge trip to India, which really blew my mind and I was like, wow, this is the world. This is what I'm looking for. This is the the essential of my life. This is how it starts. And India really transformed this little vision that I had to a very big one. And um, I think this is where a lot of things started. As you said, language can set you free. Which is, yeah. <laughs> which is really true. Yeah. So what, where is the next debt after this one? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this was really the first step in terms of uh, opening up to new possibilities. So in, in Germany, from different perspectives, I felt that, you know, I opened up to different things. So first and foremost, when I learned the language, I felt that I'm becoming another person. Mm. So it was really interesting because I, I felt, and I, today I feel that I, I'm a different person when I speak. English, I, it's a it's a weird feeling, and and I, I think <laughs> it's okay. weird to say, but I, I think there's this saying that you know the number of languages you speak, that's how many person you are. I don't know the exact <laughs> saying, unfortunately, but this is kind of like either. what I felt. But it's yeah, it's quite understandable. <laughs> It was a big shift, uh, and especially the German language itself is is pretty difficult. I felt mm-hmm. so. I, I I had this. I felt like I was getting to a next level with my brain, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> because it was so it was so tiring in the beginning that I needed to really think hard to be able to express what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I got to a point where it was much easier. But uh, the other thing is that you know I just simply opened up and I was I started looking for new possibilities and new opportunities in terms of what's the next for me in my life and uh, eventually I I also moved to uh, Austria so I was living in Vienna for two years it was nice. still yeah it was still because of work mm-hmm. so at that time I wasn't an entrepreneur but uh, I was working for a company in Germany and then w- within that company I could move to to Vienna because the headquarter was in Austria so I was mm-hmm. I I was living basically in Germany and in Austria for four years altogether before I came back to Budapest in, in 2020. Yeah, while I was living in, in Austria and in Vienna, so that, that's the next dot, I um, started executing on my ideas in terms of uh, becoming an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, I started the Mindset Horizon podcast. At that time, it was a personal development focused show. So we talked a lot about uh, entrepreneurial journeys, but from a personal development perspective, because I got really interested in, you know, how these entrepreneurs and how these people, you know, overcome fear and overcome limiting beliefs. And uh, that's how I also became part of the Mind Valley community. And that's how I got to know Paul, for example, mm-hmm. uh, one of your colleagues. 
And, um, you know, I, I got really interested in personal development, like also developing yourself, de- develop, developing your identity, um, having a vision of yourself in the future and developing yourself into that identity and also your mindset, right? And so mm-hmm. on the Mindset Horizon podcast, we talked a lot about, you know, how to overcome fear, imposter mm-hmm. syndrome, how to shift your mindset, limiting beliefs and all these different things. And obviously my guests were the experts on the these topics. Okay. I, I went through a coach training program myself, but I've never coached people on a personal development level. I was just really interested in, in coaching. And at that time, I was working as a project manager and it was a helpful uh, course <laughs> that I could take. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is how the the Mindset Horizon podcast started in 2019. And since then, basically, I I, I literally fell in love with the medium because I saw a big Mm -hmm. opportunity in podcasting in terms of this can help entrepreneurs, you know, share their stories or even find their voice. And there are so many benefits of podcasting. We can talk about that. For me, when it comes to benefits, there could be, you know, personal, like very personal and also business benefits. But for me, it was a it, for me it was really personal at the beginning. So I I launched the show because I wanted to talk to native English speakers. I wanted to learn from my guests. I also oh, okay. wanted to, okay yeah yeah exactly. So I one of the very personal reasons was I wanted to become a better communicator. So I was mm-hmm. like you know. How could I? Because at that time I was again living in Vienna, and I attended some Toastmasters. Oh, event. Toastmasters! Then we can yeah. connect because I'm a former Toastmasters student. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. So I was. I, yeah, that's great. I mean, I was experimenting with Toastmasters because my idea was that I wanted to practice English and I wanted to speak more English, and mm-hmm. I also wanted to become a better speaker and communicator in general. And so when when the podcast idea came, I was like, "Wow, this is just a great." Uh, opportunity to mm-hmm. talk to people to practice the language and, and learn from them and the third one is to create content that inspires other people so True. we can talk about content marketing but you know on a basic level you basically create content like a podcast and you can inspire other people with with the conversations and so i was like you know without any business reasons or 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 benefits basically i was like you know i want to learn the language i want to speak more i want to learn more cuz i was like you know this is a great opportunity to learn from my guests and i also mm-hmm. want to create content that i can share on social media and on the internet and people can learn from the content and people can uh, be inspired as well. So these were some of the very personal motivators why I started the podcast. And then as I went deeper and deeper into the space, because I re- I became really passionate about the show, and I uh, there was a time in 2020 when I was producing daily content on wow. the podcast. Okay. Yeah, basically, I had job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had two interviews a week, and I was producing uh, smaller snippets from those interviews. So I was okay. releasing. Okay. Smaller, yeah, smaller snippets from those interviews, and uh, we can talk about the business aspects of podcasting as well. But that was the that was the starting point for me, and you know, from there I went deeper and deeper. And today, you know, I help other entrepreneurs and and people launch their podcasts, and uh, I I also have a team, and we help uh, podcasters produce their shows. For example, we do audio editing for them and video editing. Mm-hmm. And graphic design services, and we create show notes and stuff like that. So this was a really nice. long journey. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as I'm connecting the dots, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first 
from the first idea that I want to become an entrepreneur. This was a big journey because, you know, the podcast became a business idea for me, mm. but it didn't start this way. So when I started the podcast, I didn't have an idea how I'm going to monetize it or how I'm going to build a business around it or what's going to be that business. As I was going deeper and deeper into the space, you know, I was reading uh, more news about podcasting and the different trends and such. And I became excited because I saw that, you know, especially in 2020, unfortunately, because of the COVID. Yeah. But that was a big boom, right? So many, yeah, many, true. many people. So for example, up until 2019, there were 700, 800,000 podcasts. And just from, wow. from the end of 2019 until the end of 2020 or something, now we have, or up until today, we have over 2 million podcasts out there so the numbers almost tripled crazy, during yeah. yeah almost tripled during uh 2020 because you know people stuck home and yeah. uh, many people started thinking about and entrepreneurs and companies alike they started thinking about yo we could start a podcast right so we can have uh, either video podcast or just and an we audio need. <laughs> We yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you did. And congratulations. Yeah. Thank congratulations. you so much. Yeah. So this is how I started. And again, there was no business idea around it. I was just like following my passions in terms of uh, I want to learn more from my guests. I want to mm -hmm. practice English and I really want to create content that inspires people. So it wasn't a business model. It was just me, you know, wanting, having conversation, wanting to have conversations and, and, um, share it with the world and later on i i figured out how it's gonna be something i wanna because i knew i knew two things basically i want to keep podcasting and i want to keep being in the space how am i going to do that this was my question and i was like mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna keep podcasting and i'm gonna become so i saw myself as an expert in the space and i was like i'm gonna become an expert and this is the journey I'm on today and I keep learning every single day. I keep podcasting. It's a it's a never ending journey. Yeah, yeah. So, so did you learn through the expert that you had on your show or did you learn through some trainings or materials that you had? Yeah, so specifically podcasting, it's a good question. I took a course and it wasn't really a course, but it was a community. Mm -hmm. And that guy is called John Lee Dumas. He's one of the most successful podcasters in the US and one of the biggest podcast influencers today. And basically he has a course, big shout out to John Lee Dumas, um, hey. Podcasters Podcasters Paradise. Mm -hmm. And I basically became part of that community. And since then I've been part of that community. I think I've been part of the community for one and a half years now. And, and very intensively. So I, uh, they have a Facebook group, for example. They have a, a online learning platform where you can learn about how to launch, how to grow, and how to monetize a podcast. So they, they teach everything that is in the podcast space, basically. So John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson, they work together at Entrepreneurs on Fire. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the business that they have. And uh, they, they, they do many different things. They have, first and, f first and foremost, the podcast. It's called Entrepreneurs on Fire. And they have uh, online courses and, and different products and services. But one of them is podcast paradise and i became part of that community again it's an online learning platform and the facebook community and you know on a daily basis on a regular basis i 
went to the community. I was, you know, having conversations with people about podcasting. You know, I have, I had a question. Mm-hmm. I asked a group, and other people had questions, and so on and so forth. So this was the way I learned a lot. I, I read a couple of books on podcasting. I listened to podcasts, and I still listen to podcasts about podcasting. I started my own. <laughs> yeah, I started my own show about podcasting, which was the podcast interview mastery. Mm-hmm. But you know, I kind of like stopped that show because I had two, the Mindset Horizon and the Podcast Interview Mastery. And one of the latest news basically is that I'm launching a new show. It's called Podcasting for Influence, and it's going to be launched on the 2nd of April in 2021. So in two weeks, basically. And that's a very, that's the show I can see running in the long run in the future. So it's connected to the fact that I wanted to have a show that is supporting my business aspirations in the podcasting space. So as I've mentioned, you know, I'm positioning myself as an expert in the podcast space. Mm-hmm. And so I asked myself, you know, what do I want to be known for? And it wasn't necessarily interviewing skills because on the podcast interview mastery, which was already a podcast focused podcast, but it was, it was about interviewing skills. And I, I told myself, well, it's really nice to become a better interviewer. And I think it's important if you are hosting a show to hone your craft and work on your interviewing and hosting skills. But more importantly, I was like, this is not what I want to be known for in the podcasting space. What I want to be known for is I want to be known for helping podcasters and entrepreneurs in general who use podcasting as a medium to build authority, increase their influence and build their business and brand through podcasting. So if we look at podcasting from a content marketing perspective, so when it comes to content marketing, we can talk about audio, video content, written content, visuals and such. And so podcasting is either it's an audio only or a video podcast. It's rather this audio, audio content form. Mm -hmm. And so basically... I want to help these entrepreneurs become more strategic with their podcast, meaning that they can use the podcast to generate business for themselves and business opportunities. So for example, when it comes to let's say monetizing the podcast, they can monetize their audience and also their guest. Just to give you a really specific example is so for example, I provide one-on-one mentoring. I have an online course on how to launch a podcast and I have the team who can help podcasters and and entrepreneurs who have a podcast to produce the show for them. So the graphic services and all these different things. So basically it's a, it's a podcast production agency, right? I asked myself from a very strategic and uh, from a business perspective, what is the one podcast that is attracting the audience that I'm seeking to serve with my message and with my services, right? And so this is the podcast podcasting for influence is the podcast that that is attracting on a hypothetical level right now attracting entrepreneurs influencers thought leaders who are not necessarily full-time podcasters but they are entrepreneurs who use podcasting as a way of content marketing to generate business to build authority in their space to increase their influence to reach people and more importantly to build trust because you know i believe one of the biggest power of you know one of the biggest powers of podcast is that you can build trust very fast with your listeners. Mm-hmm. Now, it's another question that obviously you need to 
grow your listenership like you need to have listeners in order to be able to you know build trust with them but i think you know if you have the listener already there listening to your podcast it's really easy for them to get to know you get to know you get to uh, like you and get to trust you so basically you know we have this no like and trust in the marketing space so before someone does business with you or buys something from you they they have to trust you so you need to build this trust and so in the digital space nowadays it's really hard especially on social media there's so much noise yeah you know millions of content and and, and you don't pay attention right mm-hmm. and if you don't pay attention it's literally impossible to build trust with people right mm-hmm. and so when you think about for example content consumption podcast is something that people usually consume for a longer period of time so for example for 20 minutes for 30 minutes sometimes even longer people listen to a podcast right yeah. So it's a really great way to build trust with those people because they can hear you, they can feel your personality immediately, and they can decide if they want to trust you or not, right? That's one of the reasons I believe podcasting is one of the most powerful mediums to to build trust with the people you are seeking to serve. And, and again, it, it doesn't have to be your service or, or your products that you want to sell, but you know, it's just people who you want to serve with your message, right? Uh, or you want to build a community, right? And and you can basically win those people because they, they can decide if they like you or not, right? So sure. that's in a nutshell. So I became very strategic about these things when it comes to podcasting and when it comes to podcasting for business, to be more specific. Because again, and you know, I think, you know, connected to this whole story is podcasting for influence because I was thinking about this a lot, what this new show is going to be about and not just from a business perspective. So I, I created this show, not just from business perspective with mm-hmm. this business mindset, but I was thinking a lot that I want to have a more marketing focused and human behavior focused podcast. So the Mindset Horizon podcast on that show, we talked a lot about human behavior and psychology and all all these different things and man one of the one of the most exciting things to be honest with you is uh-huh is psychology combined with business and marketing. So marketing psychology, for example, is really something that interests me. And I was like, you know, I was thinking maybe I should I should launch a marketing psychology podcast, but there are so many podcasts out there who talk already about marketing psychology or neuromarketing and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how could I combine, you know, this business mindset? I want to attract the right audience that I want to serve with my message and services. It's about podcasting, but I have this in interest for human behavior, psychology and marketing and things like that. So I was like, how can I combine this two, right? And so what I came up with was basically, I'm going to talk about podcast marketing, but I didn't want to call it podcast marketing. I wanted to call it, you know, podcasting for influence or podcasting for business and influence because I think we want more influence. And when I say influence is not manipulation, but I want what I want to, yeah, what I, yeah, what I think we want is having an impact and when i say impact you know inspire others and and build a community and have this trust and influence and impact with those people so that you can serve them they stay in the community how can you increase that sure so long story short i basically combined two aspects one was the business aspect so what is the podcast that i'm going to attract the audience that i want to serve with so Mm -hmm. that's the business aspect of this new show and the other aspect is the curiosity so what are some of those topics that i'm interested in 
what are some of the, the topics that I'm curious about. And again, it was human behavior, psychology, marketing, and business. Mm-hmm. And so I basically combined podcasting and those those topics. And that's how I came up with podcasting for influence. And the tagline of the show is building and scaling your brand through podcasting. So that's the new show. It's going to be launched in April. And I think this is the show that I'm going to keep producing for a long time because it's very much tapped into the to the core to my core curiosities yeah. and the business that I want to continue to build. It's just it's just like proposing and saying this is the one. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> yeah, I had, you know, this is the third podcast basically and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know and and I think you're going to evolve as a person and your mm. curiosities might shift a little bit as you start podcasting. So, you know, when I help people with with launching their shows, oftentimes they are a little bit, how to say, frozen to start a podcast because they they think that they need to nail it for the first time, right? So it has to be the one, right? It doesn't have to be the one. You can start a podcast and I think a podcast is a great tool to find your voice as well. So you might start a, I don't know, gardening show and you figure out, you know, three months after starting your podcast that you want to talk about carrots because that's a niche podcast that's that's the one thing that that you want to focus on right and maybe Mm. it makes more sense from a business perspective Mm. so you can find your voice through podcasting and i started the mindset horizon podcast it's a really broad show in terms of you know entrepreneurship and mindset it's a really broad topic Mm -hmm. but it really helped me figure out what are some of the topics that i i became really curious about during the conversations right and Mm -hmm. again those topics that i've mentioned that marketing uh, human behavior behavior, psychology. And I realized that because, you know, I had different guests and I was paying attention to, you know, how I feel when we talk about a certain topic. And uh, even it was a personal development podcast, I had this inclination as a host to talk more about marketing and, you know, marketing psychology specifically. And uh, I think it's it's really good because you kind of like understand people and human behavior, which is, which is a great tool. <laughs> wow, that's so fantastic the way that you just put all the stories. I'm just like kind of inspired so far now by what you shared because you started by saying okay your curiosity of seeing how the world is going you going through learning the language and then from learning the language meeting experts and experts giving you uh, from them you get a kind of takeaway that boosts you up and then you want to understand more about the human personality and the behavior and then you start in pushing and pushing till today you have a, a tremendous platform that you just managing with a team and so far i think out there our beautiful audience also might be inspired by those words or those experiences that you had so far so they are maybe beginners they are maybe like us starting with some kind of milestone so far what can you tell our audience about what will be on their way what they will face or what they might face and what should be their mindset so far till they reach a new high yeah absolutely it's a great question and either it's uh, entrepreneurship or launching a podcast or any kind of project i think one of the biggest things is is fear right so yeah. self doubt fear and when it comes to fear there could be different kind of fears so for example fear of dreaming is something that people encounter when they are for example in the corporate world and they start thinking about something new some some kind of a new challenge maybe it's entrepreneurship maybe it's launching a podcast the fear of dreaming, fear of 
they are scared to dream or to be honest with themselves, right? So, yeah. you know, people people tend to say, you know, it's a good job. I have good, good benefits. I have a good salary. But, you know, just think in the long run, like five years from now, 10 years from now, it's, it's such a long time. Like, do you really want to do this? Or ask yourself this question when you encounter fear, for example, because fear, you know, the, the brain number one's priority is to keep you safe. So first and foremost, number one is survival. And then to keep you away from any kind of, you know, unfamiliarity. So anything that is unfamiliar to the brain is scary, right? Yeah. So new challenges, new projects, especially entrepreneurship, it's kind of like scary because it's unfamiliar. Like I had so many things I didn't know about, to be honest with you, in 2016, when I started exploring, you know, digital entrepreneurship, I didn't know what a domain name was. I was working as an architectural engineer, as Uh a sales support engineer, as a project manager, but I, I have never worked in the space of, you know, building websites and, you know, uh, e-commerce or or what have you, you know, or coaching or different kind of information products that people, you know, sometimes build nowadays. I didn't know anything about those things. So, you know, it's no wonder that it's really unfamiliar and your brain is like, oh my God, I just don't see how it's going to unfold. So maybe you should just stay in your job and, you know, work there for the rest of your life. (laughs) Uh, What I did for myself is really, I just tried to, and at that time I was going through this coach training program and we were coaching each other. And one of the first thing is, you know, having a vision, like, like, how do you see yourself on the level of identity as a person? How do you see yourself, let's say, one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, and just put down, just write down how you see yourself. Like this is defining your future self. Dr. Benjamin Hardy, a great psychologist, he wrote a book. He was one of my guests on the show. One of his latest books is Personality Isn't Permanent. And he talks a lot about this concept of the future self. So basically you want to craft a future self and you want to act or take actions based on that future self, on that future vision. So if I see myself five years from now as an expert in the podcast space, you know, I'm taking action steps today based on that vision. And so whenever we have these fears and self-doubts and and things like that, it's always, I think, it's always good to think about who you want to become and what what is your vision, because that's tapping into the desire that you want to become instead of focusing on the fear, which is kind of like in the current moment, your brain is coming up with different scenarios, how things could go wrong, right? And this is the brain's responsibility to keep you safe from those bad situations. Fear is always there. It's not something that you can overcome because on the evolutionary level, we have this fear response. So it's going to be always there. I still have fears, right? Every single day. But one thing that I know is that I have to focus on what I want, what I want to create, what I can create, and some of the possibilities that exist because those are out there, right? You just need to move towards those possibilities and create them. So, you know, in the last two, three years, I really, I was like, it's me who can go for those possibilities. Like no one's going to help me with, you know, I mean, you can get some help, for example, if you need a marketing expert in terms of, you know, building the business and such, or maybe a business coach, but you're the one who is crafting this reality. And so you need to proactively 
take action steps and move towards your vision. But it really helps to first have some kind of a picture of yourself and where you want to be and where you want to go. This was my experience in Germany. And I really asked myself again, also through that coach training program, okay, so how how do you see yourself? And um, it was a coach training program combined with NLP, neurolinguistic programming. And I talked about the level of identity, who you want to become and how you see yourself in the future and future self. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about, you know, uh, skills as well, like what are some of the skills that you want to really build and acquire over time? So, for example, if I see myself as an expert in the podcast space five years from now, you know, what are some of those skills that I need to acquire to get there? Right. So, it might be English. If I see myself as an international speaker or podcaster, it is English that is necessary. I need to be able to speak fluently. Right. Or, for example, becoming a good host. If I see myself as a good podcaster, I need to also improve those skills over time my entering and hosting skills right sure and so you have this identity and future vision and so what are some of those things what are some of those skills that you need to need to prove and acquire i hope i'm answering your question because we started with the fear fear is always going to be there it's something that's always going to be there. We can embrace it. And I try to focus on my vision when fear is there. Wow. that's Yeah, I think basically that's what it is. For many of the things that you want to do in life, there is always going to be fear, which is a false evidence um, appearing real, kind of. But... What you just have to do, as you said, to be proactive and take actions and move towards your goals or your objective that you already set, which is super good. We are just reaching the end of our sofa conversation, but I would like to ask you one question. What are your three or if you, I don't want to narrow it down to three, but I think three would be just essential. Your three biggest lessons that you learned through your podcast journey. Wow, it's uh, such a great Great question. Let me see. Let me reflect. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not easy, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's a great question. It's it's. Uh, thank you for asking because it gives me the space to to reflect. And I think one big lesson is. We talked about fear and uh, another big thing is insecurity. So I was really insecure about my English when I started my English podcast. And obviously, I think uh, if someone is not a native speaker can definitely relate to this. I I think uh, one big lesson for me is just to be yourself. So don't try to be like, accept who you are, accept your accent and accept all these different things. You don't have to be insecure about those things. Just be yourself. And I think that's actually one of your biggest, USBs. We call it USB in marketing, like unique selling proposition, but we can call it um, unique differentiator or something because I have a very unique accent, right? So I don't think that everybody has a, a unique accent if, if you're not a native speaker, but, and that's, that's your uniqueness as a host, right? So don't try to fake it or hide it. Just embrace it, be yourself and lean into this, right? You are this guy. And even I think I don't even try to hide my accent nowadays because I want people to know that I'm not a native speaker. Yeah, because when I started, I was like, I want to sound like a native speaker. And today I don't want to because I want people and the listeners to know that I'm an, I'm not a native speaker. Mm-hmm. And there was a huge story. I mean, there was a, a huge amount of work to get to the point where I am today with English, right? Yeah. And so just lean into your personality. That's one big lesson. Another big lesson is, uh, for me, is define your voice. So you can find your voice 
through the podcast and you can be more or be clearer on what you are passionate to talk about, what you are curious about. And it takes some time. And I would suggest that, you know, you start, even if you are not necessarily sure what you're most curious about or passionate about, but you're going to find this. So one is personality and lean into your personality, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Second, find mm-hmm. your voice and you will find your voice through podcasting. And the third big one, let me think about this. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to reach out to high profile guests and the people that you really want to invite, mm-hmm. that you really want to invite on your show. Because podcasting, if you start a podcast and if you have a podcast, is really hot and many, many people want to be guests on podcasts. And don't be afraid to reach out to some of your role models, some some of the you know people whose books you are reading and such things, because you might be surprised how easily they will say yes to come yeah. on uh, your show and be a guest. So those are some of my ideas. Wow. Thank you so much. And I think we were not afraid to, to reach out to you because we think <laughs> you have a beautiful a way to conduct your, your podcast. And I am really honored. We are really honored to have you on the show today. Yeah. So these are beautiful ways to put it. And now do you want to tell us how our audience can connect to you? What are your, uh, you already talked about your future project, transforming your podcast to the podcast for influence, but how can our audience Audience connect to you or anybody else listening to us out there to connect to you to know about your other project that you're just trying to run. Yeah, thank you so much. One of the best ways is uh, mindsethorizon.com. That's the website uh, that I have. Probably it's going to be renamed in the future, but currently it's mindsethorizon.com. Mm-hmm. And podcasting for influence can be available at podcastingforinfluence.com. That's podcastingforinfluence.com. So people can check out those places. Nice. Nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. So now we are at the end of our show. Hope you had a nice, we, we had a nice conversation. How did it go? And so I would just say thank you so much for just coming on our show. It's been an honor to have you around and then hope you had a great time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for providing the space for me to share my experiences and you ask great questions. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, my dear nomad, hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Please visit our website for more stories and experiences and adventures. And also please leave a comment or a review. That could be grateful. We love you. Take care of yourself and see you on the next episode of African Nomad Podcast. <laughs>